Awesome. Ready to go. So, welcome to Hello. podcast four. Um, no special inspiration with Scott Marshall. So, if you can, just introduce yourself to the viewers today. Sure, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, first of all. Um, yeah, so my name is Eduardo. Uh, as you can tell, it's not a very Scottish name. Um, I actually come from Gran Canaria. I moved to Scotland um, five years ago. Um, yeah, love it here. Uh, at first, I was studying here. Uh, I'm working now, and I've been trying to get out and about as much as possible. Um, last year, um, through lockdown, I was obviously looking for hobbies and new things to do to take the boredom away because I was always yeah. in the house. Um, you know, when at first we were only allowed to go for like a daily walk and stuff like that, I was like, right, I'm going to try do something exciting out of this. So I was lucky enough that I managed to to keep my job and I bought my first camera, started taking photos. And then as, as we as we started being able to leave Glasgow and all that, I started uh, going up hills, something that I really like. And I, I thought, why not just take my camera up the hills as well and start taking some photos? So that's what I've been doing. Um, it's, it's, it's good. I've, I've been enjoying yeah. it. It's been a bit of a challenge for me as well. Uh, because I'm not really used to the like hiking in like rainy conditions or like you know like wind like high winds yeah, yeah. and like even even like snow you know like I'm not really used to that. Uh, I saw snow for the first time not too long ago. You know what I mean? So <laughs> um, it was quite funny the first time I went on a hike here in in, in Scotland because uh, I went to this wee hill near near Lost in Loch Lomond, right? And I didn't really know what to expect. The forecast was pretty bad, but I thought, well, it can't be too bad, right? So I was wearing these, like, um, fabric, like, low-top vans, which is probably the worst type of shoes that you could wear of a Scottish <laughs> hill, right? And I, I certainly learned the hard way. Like, my, my feet were, like, sodden, like, five minutes into my hike. And, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely learned the hard way. Because um, my idea of a hike is, like, like dry conditions and um, I don't know it's just quite different from yeah. what it's like here in Scotland um, so yeah I started like forcing myself to to kind of like go on hikes especially I tend to go on my own quite a lot yeah yeah so, um, so that was a bit of a challenge for me um, you know it was it was I, I was getting out of my comfort zone um, going out and about being alone for like 10-12 hours no signal yeah. Um, so yeah, I just forced myself to do it, and now I love it. Ah, good, good. <laughs> uh, right. So what we'll do, and um, we'll come back to that, and then we're cool. going to go back to the very beginning where it all started. Okay. So, um, your school years. So, did you play any sport at school, or any games, or any activities you were inv- involved in? So I, I always played tennis and I was really bad at football like I was I was always the last one to be chosen in the high school to play football right that's how bad I was um I used to do tennis I used to swim quite a lot um but generally speaking my main form of exercise would be like walking in general I've always enjoyed walking hiking stuff like that and running as well I quite enjoy that um so I think at first so I used to I used to really enjoy tennis and swimming with pals. It was quite a social yeah. activity for me to do. But then walking became kind of a, a way of keeping fit. 
I've always been like through gyms, like uh, I always go through periods where I'm really motivated and I go to the gym a lot. I will go in the morning. Uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be quite into it, but then most of the times I end up like getting a wee bit bored of it. And I always end up like in the hills. Like that, that is, yeah. I think that is the, the main form of exercise that yeah. so I never tire of. So that's your um, motto places, get out, go in the hills, you know, a bit of fresh air, you know, um, rest up the mind, uh, you know, away, away from society. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. I just put it on my, on my earphones and I forget about everything. It's right. so good. Okay, so um, <laughs> obviously you put your headphones on. So what type of music do you listen to when you're on the hills? I tend to listen to electronic music quite a lot. It, it's just to give me that buzz to to get motivated and yeah. uh, to keep me going basically uh, yeah. I wouldn't really listen to like sad or like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. So relaxed funny. music going over hell because then so it's not happening what's your worst type of music so <laughs> that, would, that would definitely make the, the hike a lot longer huh? <laughs> Aye, exactly exactly <laughs> and the hike can be very long as it like as such, so I need to, to try to, to be, you know, motivated and, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> good man. Um, so, so, what, so for yourself, what does fitness mean for you? How could you explain it? That's, that's a tough question, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, or, what you can do, mm-hmm, or you could put it into three words. Put it into three ah, okay. Words. No, like, I, I can try to explain what it means to me, actually. Um, so there's always the the visual side of it, you know, it can look fit and it obviously has a lot of benefits for your own self because you, you feel more confident, you know, this applies to everyone. Uh, everyone likes to to to, go, to everyone likes to look their best self and um to look healthy, of course. Um but deep down, the, the most important thing for me is, is being healthy. And, you know, I, I want to be able to, like 20 years down the line, I want to be able to to be fit and be able to do the things that I enjoy. Yeah. And I've seen people around me who maybe were never that much into exercise. And I can see them struggling and not being able to do some things. And I'm talking about very, like, silly things, like everyday stuff. Like, I have some pals that, don't really exercise and you know just going on a walk with them and seeing them walk up the stairs and seeing them struggle so much I'm like wow like Aye. like that goes to show how important having uh, oh. some some minimum fitness yeah. level you oh know? definitely um and I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to the the first time me and you met in the gym um, <laughs> <laughs> so that, I think that was back in June this year Aye. um and you walked in and you said, are you Scott? And I said, Aye. yes. <laughs> and uh, so obviously, and then you said, oh, I followed you on Insta. So you walked away and then the guy who I worked beside, Big Alex, he says, surely you've paid him to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You did, you did. Do you remember that? Hi. <laughs> uh, Hi. So, uh, but no, yeah, I was. Uh, right. No, on you go. I know. I was. I was staying in that area. I'm not staying there anymore. That's why I'm not going to that gym anymore. But, uh, aye. I, the thing is, like, probably like most people, I put on on weight during lockdown. I mean, what a surprise! Isn't it? And 
I was trying to I was trying to get fit again, especially yeah. in the winter uh, when the weather is not the best. Um, I was trying to find things to do just to just to yeah. lose a bit of weight and, and stay fit. And I was just going on walks all the time. Yeah. Like I was walking pretty much every day. And then I thought, right, let's go to the gym as well and try to do something. Yeah. Um, no, good. Did, did you feel that your mental health um, benefited from um, getting back to a gym? Massively, massively. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit, I've got a lot of energy in general. I always need to, to be doing stuff. Yeah. Um, I like to think of myself like a wee border collie, right? You need to like you need to walk your dog for like three yeah. hours a day, or the dog. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much me. Sums me up pretty well. Uh, I, I genuinely need to to tire myself out every day, otherwise my mental health I can feel it, it gets worse, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it, lockdown itself was pretty hard for it, so I, I really had to do something just to just to keep myself mentally fit as well. No, and going to the gym definitely, definitely helps. I mean, I don't think I know anyone who's, you know, been to the gym and felt worse than yeah. they did before going to the yeah. gym, you know, like. Yeah. Same for myself, like, um, as you know, I, I, I like to go to the gym pretty regular, um, twice Aye. a day if I can, you know. Um, but yeah, it definitely, so like today, I've, I've not been to the gym yet. Um, but Aye. I plan to go this afternoon. Um, that'll, that'll give me a wee boost this afternoon as Aye. well, you know. Um, but no, I definitely recommend if you can fit in a wee workout, twenty minutes, half an hour. You know, that's all you need per day. Absolutely, Just absolutely. Mental health. So, do you feel like if you don't? Do you feel like if if you don't exercise for a few days, do do you feel it like? Oh yeah, in your mental absolutely. health. Like, um, I would probably feel a wee bit sluggish. You know, and you, and uh, I don't know. You always go in that wee negative, you know, state, and your the positivity, you know, goes away. So if I can train, I will train. You know, that's that's my motto. You know, I I think it's very easy to fall into that vicious cycle as well. You know, once you stop exercising for a few days, you just start feeling down, and then you don't really feel like going to the gym or exercising. So yeah, it, I think it, it the, can be easy. Mm-hmm. I think obviously we, we touched on it before. The um, obviously you know getting your headspace right for mm-hmm. you know training, but I think it's getting to that point of the year where the dark nights are coming in, dark mornings. Um, it's going to be wind. It's going to be rain. It's it's not going to be very nice. Um, people need to get in the headspace and you know go to the gym or you know do something because if it's so easily just to so easily just to say, I will just sit in absolutely. PlayStation or you know watch Netflix. You know, aye, aye, absolutely, absolutely. It's yeah, like I totally get you. In the winter, like to go for a wee walk or something, and I would look out the window and I'm like, oh, I cannot be bothered. You know what I mean? This weather is pish. Like I just want to stay home and eat and watch Netflix. But then from the moment you start doing that, you just you just Aye. crave that sort of sort of like lifestyle more and more. And then at least for me, that's usually the way it works. So I really need to have discipline with myself and yeah. just force myself, do a wee bit of exercise. It may not be ideal, the weather might not be great, but it's gonna feel good. So no, why not? Definitely. So 
let's talk, Sean, we've obviously spoke about COVID. Um, mm-hmm. So let's compare it. So pre-COVID to post-COVID, how would you say your, your fitness activities have changed in that time frame? Okay, so um, so before COVID, uh, so as I said, I've always like walked, I've always hiked, but I certainly didn't hike as much as like post-COVID. And I think it's because because of lockdown, I had so much cabin fever that I just, I I really wanted to make the most of the, you know, I wanted yeah. to, to get that time wasted back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just wanted to, to, to make the most of my, of, of you know, every day. Uh, but before COVID, um, I used to like go like cycle a lot. I used to like anything that I can combine with like the outdoors or just nature in, yeah. in general, I tend to enjoy it a lot. So I would normally like, I don't know, jump on a ferry, go to Aaron and, you know, cycle and then go for a swim. Um, yeah. Anything involving leaving the city would be yeah. ideal for me. Yeah. And now, you know, like before COVID, I, I didn't really take photos. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Somehow, I was still quite motivated to again go on my on my uh, cycles and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I, I think COVID was good for me in the sense that it it kind of made me realize that you know we, we lost a lot of time and yeah. we you know. Uh, it may sound a bit cheesy, but life's a bit life short, right? So you need to you need to make the most of your time. Yeah. Um. So I I, I tried my best to just take the positive of it. And yeah. yeah. So obviously your photography, you've just spoke about how you get into that, and now you're you're walking. So you can you've combined the two. So would you say that's your ideal of heaven? Like, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's pretty good in the sense that. If if one day I cannot be bothered going on a hike, I still feel motivated because I want to go take photos and vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's it's two things that help each other, and it, it the end result is that no matter how I feel, it's very likely that I will I will want to go and and do it. Like yeah. it, the, the, sometimes I I just cannot be bothered exercising or walking or hiking or anything, but the fact that it's a nice day. And the photos could be nice. It will yeah. motivate me uh, to just do it and get it done. So I, I like to play like wee mind games with myself just to ah, stay good. motivated. Nah, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> nah, good. Mm-hmm. So um, right, okay. So now we're we're gonna jump on to the hills a wee bit more. So is there any hills and sorry, your your favorite three hills in the world? Wow, that's that's quite difficult, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a tough one um, I'd say uh, okay so th- there's three hills that I really like um, one of them is, uh, is the northernmost one it's called Ben Hope it's the very top of Scotland um, the views are just amazing right it's, it's just it's just incredible I mean that said for hills in Scotland you, need, you do need to get like good visibility to be able to appreciate it yeah. Uh, but I was lucky enough that you know for that one I really really enjoyed it. Um, the history behind it as well is is quite interesting. Um, I've read about that hill in particular, Ben Hope, and 
uh, apparently, you know, it may not be true, but apparently the Vikings used to use that mountain as a landmark, as a reference when they were like sailing oh, really? uh, around Scotland. Again, this may not be true, but I've read about it in a few in a few different uh, places and seems to be true. Yeah. And then there's other hills, like there's one on the Isle of Skye called uh, Blavin, which is just amazing. Like, pff, it, it, it's hard to describe. It, it, it's one of these hills that I would never get tired of. Like, yeah. it's just incredible. The views, the terrain, the even the mountain itself. It, there's something about the hills on Skye. Uh, because of how volcanic they are, yeah, it's just it's just incredible. It's not just it's not your average Scottish hill, which is quite grassy, quite round, or you know, it's just very different. And it kind of reminds me of the Canary Islands, which is where I'm from, yeah. where most mountains are, if not all, are very volcanic. So it it, it kind of brings me back home a bit. Yeah, and if I had to choose a third one. It would probably be been more on the Isle of Mull, and it's purely because of the location. Uh, you get views of a, like a massive chunk of Scotland. If, if the weather is good again, uh, but you, you you can see Tyree, you can see the Western Isles, you can see the cooling on Sky, you can see Ben Nevis, you can pretty much see like most of the west coast in Scotland. Oh, um, maybe it's, it's a bit. It's a bit too much saying most of it, but yeah, it's just incredible. It's incredible, and yeah, it it genuinely it's. If I had to choose three hills, it would be. I, I do apologise for springing that one. I, you know that is a tough question. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. you've done a lot of walks. So, what would your worst hill be? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. The worst hill would be Ben Vane, which is uh, at Inveruglas in in Loch Lomond, and it, it wasn't just the hill itself that was horrendous. It was the weather as well. It was like torrential rain. Uh, I went with this friend of mine called Juliana. Uh, she's never really done. She's not done many hills before, right? So I was trying to get her into Monroe's. It was last autumn, right? And I said I was trying to sell it to her, so I was trying to make it look very nice. Like, you know, it's, like, it's very easy. It's actually the shortest Monroe in Scotland, which means nothing really, because right. even though it's the shortest one, it's quite steep. It's got a lot of like full summits, so yeah. it's it, it's quite a tough one, right? And yeah, the, the weather was just disgusting. No visibility. Uh, I still enjoyed it, not going to lie, but uh, yeah, I, I could see her face. She wasn't really happy with it. <laughs> and then on the way down, she she lost the, the sole of her left boot. Right. And on the way down, she was constantly like, sliding and tripping because of that, because she, she couldn't get a good grip. So yeah, I don't think she got into Monroe's <laughs> after that day, but I loved it. I loved it. Aye, so, know, so when I the weather is bad, it's a challenge. So I would gather she hasn't done another hill with you since. No. No. You <laughs> could have she told us to pack extra shoes. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I mean, you're you're never expecting to lose half of your no. boot of a hill, so. No. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Um, so what's what's the scariest thing that you've happened to yourself during a hill walk? Uh-huh. Um, so again. Most of my hikes, I do them solo. So that 
by itself can be quite scary if anything goes wrong. Uh, but if I had to choose one day that was quite challenging for me, um, I was um, I was near Glenshee, the ski centre in the Cairngorms, and there's these forming rows. Is is they're usually done as a circuit. It's called glass mill. Uh, I may not be pronouncing it right, but yeah, roughly. Anyway, this was back in in May, but we had we had quite a lot of snow around that time, so. Yeah. It was pretty much winter conditions in the hills. And it was a very long hike. It was, I don't know, it was like 10 hours, 11 hours. That plus like three hours drive to get there, three hours to get back to Glasgow. So it's a long day. Um, near the end of the of the hike, um, I was pretty tired, right? Um, so, so to put it into context, I've got this watch. Uh, I've got this Garmin watch, which I use a lot to like... Um, because it's got like a wee map, right? So I can yeah. put the routes that I'm doing and it helps me. Like obviously technology should not be the only thing that you rely on. You yeah. should always rely on maps and GPS and sorry, and a compass, but I'm not going to lie. I can be lazy and just rely on technology. And that's what I did that day, which is, it's a, it's a bad mistake to, to do anyway. But so I was, I was walking off the mountain and I ended up in these very... And this very steep slope, and I, I was just walking into it. Right, there, there was no visibility, but I was just blindly relying on my watch. I, 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 I knew that I was on the right path, uh, so I just kept walking, and it was just, just getting very steep. And I, I, I basically walked into this massive patch of snow, and I, I walked so far into it that walking back wasn't really an option. Right. right, and I just looked down, and it, again it was very steep, and I, I realized that it was just the edge of a cliff. So if I was to slip, I would have probably fallen, you know, to my death, probably. Yeah. Uh, but to make it even worse, because I was starting to get a wee bit paranoid, my instinct was telling me that something wasn't right. So I, I managed to have signal, and I checked the the description of the hike. And I realized that there was a section that it said, you know, please avoid this in winter conditions. Only go through this path in summer conditions because this, this steep slope is prone to avalanche. And I completely messed up. So, you know, I, I looked up and I, I saw like these like um, crevices of snow. And I was like, oh, fuck, like, I'm, see if there's an avalanche right now that I, I am, I am fucked. So I, I was really anxious, like my heart was racing and I had to, I had to just make a decision really. I was like, right, I got myself into this, so I need to do something. It was my first time in, in, in that kind of situation. So yeah. of course I was quite nervous. So I decided to walk up the way because that's even though walking towards you know towards the danger may sound a bit stupid i thought if i walk down the way i may slip and if i keep walking along the the, the slope i may slip as well because i didn't have any crampons either so mm-hmm. i was just heavily relying on my trekking poles that was that was that's what that's what was giving me balance so i just walked like straight up the hill uh, until I was past this snow patch, and yeah, it was fine. But it, it was it was quite interesting because I checked my my stats on the watch once the once I got back home, and I I, I saw like I, 
I burned like <laughs> a thousand calories in like you know like half an hour just because my heart was yeah. racing. Uh, I, I was I, it was a lot of adrenaline. Yeah. Uh, so it was quite scary, but it was good to 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 have had that experience. Yeah. To, you know. so, so you would know how to deal with that next time round, but hopefully you don't have to be in that situation again. Aye, aye. Yeah. aye. I, I I learned the hard way to you know not just rely blindly on technology. And, you know, it, it, we it, we are quite lucky in regards to Monroe's, Corbett's, or any other house in Scotland that we have really good resources like Walk Highlands, where you have really good um, descriptions of the walks. So it's not like it's not like there's not enough information out there. Um, so yeah. <laughs> No, nah, good. Nah, that was an interesting story. Um, so, right. if you so, what's your most exotic place you've you've been on the hills? Obviously, you you used to stay in Gran Canaria. Have you travelled about the world? I've, but I've not done many hills uh, abroad. Uh, I've been to Japan, China. Uh, I've been to some countries in Europe as well. Um, US, Canada, but when it comes to hills, mm, I'm trying to think. So I've done a few, like a few, like smaller hills in Iceland. Um, it's a country I really like, uh, mainly for photos. But uh, Iceland is quite good for hills as well um, because the conditions. You know, you, you could get icy conditions, snowy conditions. You can obviously the views are outstanding. Uh, so I did a few, a few like very like minor hikes in Iceland, but I did them with a with a guide, and it was ended up like uh, in a nice cave. So it was really fun. Of course, this is something that for now I wouldn't be able to do on my own because I don't have enough winter skills. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've done hikes in in the Canaries. Um, Hikes in Scotland. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to recall, but yeah, not not really done many 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 hills. Yeah. That, actually, when I was in Japan, I was I was dying to do Mount Fuji. Um, but there's this thing about that mountain that like the the period in which you can hike it is very limited. It's sometime around summer, but it, it's a very small window of time yeah. where you can hike up it. And I went to Japan, I think it was November, so obviously it wasn't possible. But I would yeah. love to go back and do that. Ah, good. So so overall, how many hills would you say you've done in your <laughs> time? Uh, probably over 100. Over 100, yeah. Yeah. I, hope, I mean, I, hope I would like... Sorry. Sorry. I hope you've made a list, you know, to hit them off the bucket list. Um, so there's this thing in Scotland, you know, people are obsessed with the Monroes, yeah. and there's 282 of them. Uh, so I've, I'm, 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 I'm feeling quite ambitious about it, and I would like to do all of them. Um, not like as a tick box exercise, but just because I love taking photos of mountains. Yeah, I love hiking, and it helps me stay fit. So you know, why not? Yeah. So you um, obviously. You mentioned that hill in Japan. So um, if I was to say to you, um, your next goal in the next year or the next five years, would that be on that list? Absolutely, yes. And I would I would definitely like to improve my winter skills. Not even improve. I would like to have winter skills. Uh, that is a huge challenge for me. 
coming from a place where you don't get winter conditions at all, yeah. which may sound like it's great, but it's not. It's a bit boring in the long run. <laughs> so I would definitely like to to get winter skills, to learn how to use an axe, to to learn how to how to reap the terrain uh, yeah. when you're up in the hills in the winter. Um, that is definitely an ambition of mine. And if I had to think of something else for the next year, it would definitely be like doing more challenging hills like the cooling on sky, um, which require a whole new level of experience. Uh, yeah. In fact, most people do these hills with, uh, with guides. Um, so yeah, I would definitely like to do that. And I would, I would also like to do like rock climbing, not in the winter, uh, yeah, yeah. just in general. Yeah. Um, I've been to a few climbing centers in Glasgow, but it's not the same thing as, no. you know, the real deal. Yeah, I did. Um, no, that's fine. Um, so just to just to round off, um, mm-hmm. obviously you mentioned you take uh, photographs and you go out walking. Um, do you sell these at all? Or is there a place online where we can get your photographs? Yeah, I've got my own website. Uh, it's on my it's on the on the bio on my Instagram page. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been selling my photos lately. Um, it's been good. Um, I, I started taking it more seriously last year, which is when I got the camera. Yeah, yeah. And so far, it's been it's been fun. Like people people quite seem to to be enjoying the photos, and you know, it kind of encourages me to keep taking them. So yeah, yeah. I've got so- I've got them on my website. Aye, uh, don't worry, we'll, we'll add this into the, um, awesome. the captions. Um, so the big question is, so do you do you prefer Scotland or Gran Canaria? Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell, man. Uh, that's ah, a tough one. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I like both. I know you're trying to make me choose one, but I like both. Um, uh, I I feel like both places are home for me now. Uh, It's very difficult to choose that. Uh, For now, Scotland is the place where I want to live. So perhaps I would need to say Scotland. Um, Personally for myself, I I would go with... Say again, sorry. Personally, for myself, I would go with Canaria for the weather. <laughs> I suppose everyone was somewhere different to yeah. where they were raised, I think. Yeah. Um, I've been in Gran Canaria all my life. Uh, so Scotland is, is, is a novelty for me, even if I've been here five years now. It's still something new. And personally, you see, because I like to travel so much, I really like being in Scotland because in the Canaries, being like, you know, so far away, you know, it's pretty much Africa, isn't it? It's yeah. so difficult to travel. You always need to go to Madrid, three hours on the plane, and then you go wherever you want to go. Yeah. And in Scotland, you know, it's, it's, it's way closer to, to, to mainland Europe. And it's a bit easier and cheaper as well to travel. So yeah, yeah. I'll go with Scotland. Ah, good, man. Good. Perfect. Um, so have you got any questions for myself? Um, yeah, I would like to. I, w- I wanted to ask you, like, how how did you get into fitness? Uh, have you have you always been into fitness? Oh, so. and also, and also, I wanted to know, like, if you have any sports. Like, obviously, I know you go to the gym a lot, but is there any sports that you like? Yeah. So, um, how I get into fitness? Um, I was working at um, Godbo's Leisure Centre. I was working as a full lifeguard there. 
and I was a wee bit heavier um, and I spoke to a gentleman called Scott McCutcheon and Paul Wallace. So these two guys um, introduced me to the gym um, and gave me a gym programme and then spoke to me about different fitness classes. And then I went to these classes. So I went to Spin and Metafit and then following my gym programme as well, my strict diet, within the six weeks, I lost two stone. Um, and wow. I spoke on that, you know, um, and I wanted to help people. And then on the back of that, um, maybe a year or two later, um, I put myself through my qualifications and then, you know, I'm now working at Scottsdale Leisure Centre um, as a gym instructor, but it's all thanks nice. to these two guys who pushed me way back. Um, so thanks to them. And my sport, um, I'm going to have to go with golf um, because um, I like walking and uh, I love the sport. Um, I got into it after I um, tore my ligaments in my left ankle. Right. Um, so... And I've got pins and screws in my right ankle, so any high-impact mm-hmm. sports like maybe football or rugby, and just that's non-existent for me. Um, of course, I can imagine. So especially with all the jumping about, ankles, knees, um, I do a wee bit so, of running. Sorry to interrupt you. So would you be able to like go up hills and stuff like that? Would you would you yeah, yeah. be able to go on hikes? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've I've done a few uh, walks. Um, I've done like. Conic Hill, Ben Loman. Nice. Uh, I've done Ben Ann. And then I think, is it, am I right in saying the, the Twin Sisters? Or, or, you know, I don't know, it's up north somewhere. Right, okay. Um, Could be a Three Sisters single in call, maybe. So, sorry, that, that that might have been the one. A couple of years Aye. ago, with a couple of colleagues at work, we've done that. Nice one. Um, but basically, I just need to make sure that I've obviously got the right footwear. Um, because especially, you know, I need to rely on the, the canes as well, you know, your sticks um, mm. going down as well, just because I always have that fear of, you know, going over my ankle. Of course. Yeah, but no, um, no, um, but I love golf. Um, as a wee incentive, obviously, Bardo will, will get you on the golf course and then it'll look Nice one. Nice one. I mean, is it... Scotland is the best place for it, so you know it's it's a good it's a good hobby to have. Uh, yeah, no, but um, I'd like to thank you for taking your, your time out today and coming on and speaking about hill walking. So, if you were to give any advice to any, anyone doing hill walking, what would it be? Just go for it and don't be scared. I mean, do whatever you need to do to make yourself feel comfortable. You don't need to start with the most challenging hill. You don't need to start alone. There's a lot of people out there, especially if you're on Instagram. Scotland's a great community for hill walking. It's very easy to to meet people. Um, I've made a lot of pals, hiking pals through Instagram. And, you know, you just need to, like, I get into, like, follow, like, a few hashtags, like, you know, I don't know, like, even, like, Monroe bagging and things like that. You will meet a lot of people and no one is ever going to tell you, no, I don't want to go walking with you. You know what I mean? Uh, so just go for it. Uh, do whatever you have to do to feel comfortable, to feel safe. But at the same time, uh, yeah, get out of your of your comfort zone. And yeah, like genuinely the first the first few hikes, 
you may have to force yourself a bit, but it's it's quite addictive. And um, once you're hooked, you will love it. So go for it. Yeah, that's my advice. Ah, thank you. Um, no, <laughs> but um, this will be live on YouTube and then SoundCloud in cool. a couple of weeks. But um, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much, man. Cheers.